singing Oh Come All Ye Faithful was when I was in a, a youth choir when I was just eight years old. I remember it because we had to sing in a strange language they told us was called Latin. I couldn't understand the words, but I loved the chorus. And to this day, I can still remember, Venite adoremus, venite adoremus. That chorus is so powerful. And you know, I've often heard it sung spontaneously in worship at different times of the year. It is such a clear expression of adoration. But this carol is also a call of invitation. It invites us to come to Christ with the confident joy of knowing that we belong, that we are truly included. And the gospel is about invitation. It reflects the, the come and see of Jesus. When he, when he stood in the middle of the temple and he said, If anyone is thirsty, let him come. When he said, Come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden. Isaiah looked across the centuries to Jesus and he saw this gospel of inclusion when he wrote, Here, everyone who thirsts, come to the water. You who have no money, come buy and eat. But there is a voice that constantly niggles at us. It tries to plant the suspicion that somehow we will miss out on what is good. That somehow we're not included in this invitation. But the gospel shouts to us, O come all ye faithful. God's an inviter. His kingdom broke into our time-space world one night in the town of Bethlehem, and everything changed. The kingdom of heaven always moves in the direction of invitation. It shouts to us, this is for you. Of course you're included. Rejoice. Now, I've learned over the decades that following Jesus is a life marked by both invitation and challenge. This carol brings that home to me because it challenges me to orient my life in the direction of the gospel for me to be an inviter, for me to live inclusively, to trust that the life of Christ, the reality of the kingdom of heaven, truly lives within me. And as I follow Jesus, my part is to let this kingdom life out, reflecting the confident joy that's in this carol. Perhaps more than at any other time of the year, Christmas is the time for invitation, for inclusion, for rejoicing. I'm invited to join the heaven, the activity of heaven, and unreservedly, confidently, joyfully, at the deepest level, both in me and beyond me, this is where I belong. I am home. So today we're invited to join with the angels. Sing choirs of angels. Sing in exultation. Sing all ye citizens of heaven above. Glory to God in the highest. O come. 
Let us adore him. This week, we've looked at the wonder of what took place in a small town 2,000 years ago through the lens of familiar but cherished Christmas carols. Beginning with the sacredness of Silent Night, we conclude with the extravagant, limitless praise of the angels declaring the glory of God that it has now come down to dwell with us. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Now actually, I suspect that out in that shepherd's field, the angelic host did not appear suddenly. Rather, I think the angels simply allowed this group of frightened and awestruck men to see what is always happening, what is always with us, the glory of God. That's why I love this angelic episode in the Nativity story. It reminds us that God's ultimate reality does break into our lives in surprising ways and surprising times so that you and I can see and feel and know the great overarching truth of the kingdom of heaven. And so, as we conclude, I invite you to join me in simply listening, listening to one of the most beautiful carols ever sung. And may the Lord give you and your loved ones a wonderful Christmas. God bless you.